I'm Sean Luke Kasich, and this is the Urban Corning Podcast. Everyone reacts differently in a crisis, and there's no right or wrong way to handle what's going on. Here in Corning, some people have started new projects or shifted focus of existing projects because of COVID-19. Today, we're going to learn a little more about some of those projects from the people responsible for them. Later in the episode, we'll talk with Jaden Burchard and Angelia Collins. They are graduates of the Young Entrepreneurs Academy, a program put on through the Corning Area Chamber of Commerce. They're also both high school seniors and entrepreneurs. And we'll start by talking with Amelia Harness, a well-known artist. Uh, Her work is available online and at Volo and Card Carrying Books when everything reopens and hopefully gets back to normal. Her wine stains, though she's not making them anymore, have been featured on national publications like Wine Enthusiast, um, and she's taught workshops globally. Uh, Today, life, though, like for many of us, is layered for Amelia. The big layer that everyone's talking about, oh, you know, stuff's a little weird. But on the regular layer, my life isn't too different, which is such a strange combination to to live with. So I don't know. I'm a mixed bag. Can I just say that? (laughs) So for months, Amelia had been working on a project called FLX Calendar, a resource that would connect people with all of the events, a fully comprehensive list of things going on all around the Southern Finger Lakes. Um, I've long wanted to build a calendar that had centralized location for events in the Southern Finger Lakes area. Um, and this has been something I've thought about even since high school. And I'm, you know, I've grew up in Corning, so I've been around a while here and nothing has ever really existed. Uh, and there's always been this need for just like, I just want to go to one place and know Um, what's going on tonight, you know, on a Friday night or whatever. But the challenge is, how do you build something that is feasible and viable and totally supported by the entire community? So it's been a trick to try to figure out just the logistics and practicalities around that. So Amelia worked through those logistics and had conversations with community leaders and nonprofit organizations mid-February, things were starting to ramp up and look good. And I had a business plan and all of that fun stuff. And then COVID-19 started happening in a big way. And I looked at it and I just thought, well, that's the end of that idea. Never mind, because all of the events are getting canceled. But in those first few days, you know, the ones that felt like years had passed in between, um, Amelia started to notice something happening. I saw a couple of things pop up on Facebook for virtual events where there were concerts. Like, I think it was the Metropolitan Opera that started. Um, they were really kind of on top of it. And they were going to have streaming recordings of previous operas and so I thought well maybe maybe the calendar will just be simply all virtual events and then I started scouring the internet for them and I found a good handful and then it just started to really take off from there. And FLX calendar launched a little differently than Amelia originally envisioned it. So 
it now it's a virtual events calendar. <laughs> it's been pretty exciting to see just how nimble and agile our local businesses and organizations are. So she structured flxcalendar.com in a way that made the most sense for people looking for things to do and looking for resources and stories about things that are happening throughout the Southern Finger Lakes. Like anything that's on the actual calendar is a time-specific event. But then below the calendar, I've been listing a lot of links, uh, even to the news article about Volo's community art project, things that are... uh, in response to COVID-19 and, and are special and new and interesting, um, but that, you know, they are virtual or they do require some sort of, you know, a lot of social distancing. Many artists and art-centric events are featured on FLX Calendar. And as an artist herself, I asked Amelia what she felt was the role of creativity at this time. It's so necessary for artists and musicians. Like this is our time. This is really when um, the arts can shine and be really impactful because that is, it just is connecting. It always is connecting in ways outside of physically like being in a room with somebody or being in a place with somebody in in an event, you can still connect with people through the arts and in such a valuable way. Because there's a lot of people, you know, everybody who's staying at home and being really good, congratulations for staying at home, please keep doing it. We're still like isolation is hard. And it's really, really tough to just sit in your house all day. (laughs) So I commend all of the artists who are doing such great work in terms of posting live streams of music and maybe hoping someone will send them a little something in a virtual tip jar. Which, by the way, check out the Finger Lakes virtual tip jar to support some of your favorite servers, bartenders, and of course, artists. Being paid for your passion is wonderful. That's like nirvana. And for now, check out what some of your favorite artists and musicians are doing thanks to the Finger Lakes calendar. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm looking forward to posting real events because, I mean, come on, this is what the calendar is built for. The FLX calendar also has an entire section dedicated to services and support related to COVID-19. So you can check out that and everything associated with it at flxcalendar.com. Really appreciate the time that Amelia took to talk with me and uh, to put together all of these resources for the entire region. For the second part of this podcast, I'm going to play an entire interview that I had with Jaden Burchard and Angelia Collins. They are both high school seniors. They're finishing up their high school careers uh, from home, um, and they're both graduates of the Young Entrepreneurs Academy, a program that is put on by the Corning Area Chamber of Commerce every year that teaches high school and middle school students how to start and launch their own business. You're going to hear all about what Jaden and Angelia are up to in response to COVID-19 and in response to the needs of this community. 
Well, I appreciate both of you taking a little bit of time to talk with me at the Urban Corning podcast today um, about the Young Entrepreneurs Academy and uh, about what you're working on. Um, Angelia, you're a graduate of the Young Entrepreneurs Academy class of 2016. Um, and I know that your business uh, is a little bit different than what we're going to talk about today. Um, can you share a little bit about the the business that you started through the Young Entrepreneurs Academy? Yeah. So um, I was a graduate of the 2016 class of the, the YAY program. And I graduated with a business called Frosted, and it's a cupcake business that provides homemade treats to the community. Yes, and I can say for certain that they are delicious because I've had some of them. And <laughs> Jaden, you. Uh, you just graduated um, last year, and the business you started um, take took on a whole new light when uh, when the coronavirus hit. Um, can you talk a little bit about Convenience to Go? Yeah, absolutely. Convenience to Go is a shopping assistant, and its goal was to deliver goods to people that couldn't go outside and get them themselves. It was to take away that obstacle of shopping so that people could stay safe, stay healthy, and stay happy. Yeah, and when you originally started it, of course, none of this was going on. Um, did you, uh, has, has your clientele changed in the past couple of months? Absolutely. Convenience to go is mainly just basic shopping needs and on the weekly basis, and now it's anything you can possibly imagine to keep people home. And Angelia, you shifted gears. So uh, tell me about what you're working on now, making masks, supporting heroes. So during this crisis, I found the need to help out my community. And I um, saw a need for many others to who were willing to help out, but they didn't really know how. Um, so I headed this project called Making Masks, Supporting Heroes. And through the project, um, it gives many people throughout the um, community, um, the opportunity to support a community by making protective masks. And they are donated to many local organizations um, around the community. Some of these organizations include Care First, Hospice, Meals on Wheels, the Food Pantry, um, different restaurants, including Boomers, Burrito Bar. And, and I'm now starting to um, distribute to child care facilities from after Governor Cuomo issued the everyone that everyone has to wear face masks. So the demand, it keeps getting higher and higher. So which is good. Yeah, for sure. We just heard on Wednesday of this week that there's a new executive order um, that everyone has to wear a mask if they're going to be mm -hmm. uh, in close contact with other people. So mm -hmm. um, do you think you'll start distributing to individuals now as a result? Or are you going to stay with nonprofits and businesses? Well, I have had many individuals contact me um, wanting masks, so I have been doing that on top of the local organizations. So it's not only um, or organizations or um, businesses, um, individuals who only need a couple, they can definitely email me, contact me if they are in need of one. Cool. Jaden, um, I'm going to switch over to you. I want to ask just what, in general, what is life like for you these days as someone who is uh, delivering food? Because again, we mentioned, obviously, when you first uh, created this business, there was definitely a need for it. And now there's way more of one, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so not only do I do food, but I'm doing all types of medication and goods, uh, gloves, masks. I'm basically just doing anything that's needed. 
Um, balancing online school is kind of tough, so I usually wake up at about 6 a.m. and I'm just constantly helping by delivering clothes and anything needed. And when you say online school, um, I know you're in high school. Uh, so what is it like kind of learning through a computer at this point? It's it's game changing. It's something you have to get used to. Definitely. You don't have that one on one FaceTime connection. It's kind of delayed. And I kind of miss the visualization. I can imagine. Um, I'm going to ask you the same question, Angelia, but I'll start with mm-hmm. you, Jaden. Um, what are your friends doing? Um, you know, both of you are are learning about online learning and, and all the changes there, and you're also running businesses. Um, what are some of your friends doing? So it's definitely, again, new to a lot of people. So coping, they have to get back into the habit of school, even though it's felt like a little bit of a vacation in a way. And it's keeping on task with all the online assignments, because it's not like you have somebody telling you on a daily basis, you have to be independent. Right. How about how about for your friends, Angelia? Um, I would say most of mine are getting used to it. It's definitely a transition phase for everyone. But um, many of my friends are definitely supportive of my business. Well, not my business, but my project. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And um, I would say generally just trying to stay connected. Um, keep busy while at the same time managing their schoolwork. So you're both seniors in high school. You're both uh, possibly finishing out your high school career, uh, mm-hmm. learning from home um, and also considering, uh, you know, moving on to college. Um, what is that like? What has that transition been like for you uh, so far, Angelia? It's definitely a change. Um, business-wise, I definitely... Um, see myself continuing my cupcake business throughout college because most of my business is in, through the summer because like it's hard to manage it during the school year. Um, so I'll definitely continue my cupcake business, but I never know how long this project is going to go on depending on when this ends. But um, I have friends on my track team who just contacted me yesterday and they're like, they said, um, they were interested in taking over the project if this went into the fall because it is for um, the full IB program, the CAS project, which can be a legacy project. So if um, someone in the past years has done a project, you can take over the project and continue its legacy. So I have many friends who are willing to continue this project, the Making Math Supporting Heroes, um, into the next year if this continues. That's really awesome. So by the time you graduate high school, you will have started a business and, and potentially a legacy project on mm-hmm. top of it. Um, that's that's really great. Um, and Jaden, how about for you? What has this transition been like wrapping up high school in this really weird way and, uh, and then looking to transition um, in the fall? It's kind of tough um, imagining college with the schedule of COVID at the moment, but I do plan on going to college and leaving two employees that I have at the moment to take the mantle of convenience to go and keep it local while I expand at my new college campus and in the city as well. Awesome. So you've already got some plans in the works for potentially expanding things. Um, and especially if, if this new, uh, if the coronavirus really sticks around for a long time, you know that um, this is even more needed than it was before. Yes, absolutely. I feel that it's become a necessity at the moment. So I have one more question for each of you. Um, Angelia, I want to start with you. Uh, everybody responds differently 
to a crisis. Um, and that's exactly what this is. I mean, we're, we're looking at a pandemic and it's something that none of us have ever been through before. Why do you think this was your response to the crisis by starting a new project and um, helping people out without really receiving um, compensation for it or, uh, or anything else? Why was this your response? Um, when this all, when this whole thing started, I, um, saw that there was a need for, I guess, unity. And um, de- many people were struggling with um, coping and getting used to this whole um, situation. And um, on my part, I just saw that it was a great opportunity, not only for myself, but for others, um, an opportunity to support and um, give back to a community who has done so much for us. Not only that, but it also like unites us as one, as one whole community, even though this coronavirus has kept us apart with social distancing. It's a way to keep our distance while at the same time uniting as one and helping support local businesses and everyone around the community. Yeah, we see that Corning Incorporated building lit up every night now that says unity and uh, it is really inspiring. So that's cool to hear, um, you know, that's sort of the message behind what you're working on. Um, mm-hmm. And, and Jaden, uh, you know, you started this business last year before all this happened, but now you're really putting yourself out there. And in some ways you're putting yourself out there in harm's way. Uh, why are you continuing um, the business and what are you doing to stay safe? Absolutely. So some people, when they face a challenge, they just kind of have to hide. And then you have some people that have to stand up and fight to help the community as much as they can. And um, I believe that nobody should have to go without so I usually put myself in situations just to help the community. And this goes with gloves and masks and disinfectant, sanitizing methods, because I want everyone to stay safe and I'm willing to take any means necessary to get people what they need. Well, we really appreciate that leadership. And if you need an extra mask or two, I think I know where you can get them. <laughs> Of course, just contact me. Um, well, for both of you, your leadership and creativity and entrepreneurship uh, is incredibly inspiring. Um, thank you, you know, on behalf of the whole community um, for what you're both doing. And uh, as as a, a St. John Fisher alumni, Angelia, I'm really proud that you'll be going there in the fall. Um, anything else that you want to add? I'll start with you, Jaden. No, I definitely just like to stay to stay in home, stay inside, stay safe. And hopefully this all pass by. I'm with you all. And I love you all. Thank you. And and anything that you want to add, Angelia? I just want to thank everyone who has supported this project. Um, we've had such a big turnover. Um, the amount of masks I collect each night is just outstanding. And I, it's all to the community and everyone who's supported and given up their time to make masks for everyone who needs them. Awesome. Thank you both again. And thanks for taking time to uh, talk with me on the Urban Corning podcast. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for listening to the Urban Corning podcast. Um, We really appreciate the support that we've received Um, You can subscribe at the Apple Podcast Store or on Spotify in Stitcher, um, or you can simply visit our website each week at urbancorning.com. 
Um, or follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Urban Corning. So feel free to, to reach out, to follow us, and certainly to share this content with somebody that you know might be interested. Thanks very much. <laughs>